Are you guys ready? Yeah! Woohoo! You guys are probably all really confused right now why I'm standing up here, right? You're like, wait, wait, we don't want to see Harmony talk. We're here for Camille, right? So I was asked by Camille to uh, introduce her, and I was super, super honored to be introducing her. So some things you may not know about Camille. She's a former Olympic gold medalist. She frequently competes in triathlons all over the country. She enjoys winning her local small town hot dog eating contest every year. Is anybody ready to call me out yet? Because none of that's true. <laughs> but she told me to say it, so it's okay. She's like, just tell them all these really cool things about me. And we were like, okay, okay, I can do this. <laughs> so, but all that aside, that's really one of the things with Camille that I like was totally drawn to in the beginning was her sense of humor. Because I did not know Camille until we started with mascara. But her sense of humor just like sucked me in and I quickly, quickly adored her like so much. And I also realized she's a lot deeper than just her sense of humor. Her story is pretty rad and it's super fun to hear her talk. So she is genuine, compassionate, smart, hardworking, and loyal. And one thing I love about her is she is always rooting for the underdog. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's hard to find those kind of people these days who are just so true to who they are, which couldn't be more fitting because she's teaching you guys this class today. On top of all those awesome things, she has killed it in her mascara business. She's uh, been in the top sales. She's earned, last year she earned the honeymoon trip. She works her butt off. Like she literally works her butt off. She used to tell me all the stuff that she would do, and I was like, you're doing way more work than I am. Like, she is such a hard worker. So, anyways, I'm so excited to introduce to you guys Camille Clausen. <laughs> check, check. Hi, guys. Am I on? Yeah. Welcome to the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> I'm sweating. Okay, I'm looking for, where's my people? I'm looking for the, what am I supposed to click? Ooh. Sorry. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. I was just gonna not sit here. Okay. Hi, guys. How are you? Welcome. Okay, so my name is Camille Clausen. For those of you who don't know me, I started mascara, signed up two years ago today. Today is my, today is my mascara anniversary? Birthday? What do they call it? Um, I am from Montana. I'm a Montana portrait photographer. I have two little ones at home and a husband who works week on, week off, so he's gone half the time. But I wanted to start the room off with a little social experiment that will help me make some of my points. Okay, so it's, it's really, I'm really competitive, and I need to know, everyone in the building to know this is the room to be in right now. So, on the count of three, 
I need you to scream and cheer and holler as loud as you can. Think about it for a second. One, two, three. That was pretty good. That was really good. Better than I thought it was going to be, you guys. But we're going to up the ante a little bit. How about a hundred bucks? Who wants it? That's my second favorite redhead. My first is my daughter. <laughs> okay, whew, that felt like I was Oprah there for a second. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah. <laughs> you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Okay, so. So, um, I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like the first time I asked you, was that more yourself? Like you looked around and you were like, woohoo! Or the second time when you freaked out and you're like, show me the money. <laughs> Which one was more you? Just call some out. The first or the second? Pretty even. So my opinion is that those both are very much you, both of them. Shyer, timid, I don't want you, this is weird. Stop making me clap at everything. And the second time, freak out, doesn't matter, I'm gonna get that money. Do we even have water? <laughs> like cotton off, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> This is scary, you guys, okay? I'm like, ooh, on the inside. Okay, so, <laughs> so if you think about that, the drastic difference between the room the first time and the second time, both of those are you. So there's kind of a social media direct sales, very common thing when people ask for help, like, how do I do this? How do I go live? How do I build my page? What do I do? People say, just be yourself. Just be yourself. And everybody's like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what that means because sometimes I'm in my recliner eating Funyuns <laughs> with three-day-old dirty pants and sometimes I'm speaking of rain. <laughs> but which one of those is me? They're both me. So we're very complex. It's much more difficult than just, just be yourself. We all have pain and sadness and humor and all sorts of things balled up into one. We have so many different things to each of us and they all are equally as important and they're all equally us. And the collection of that makes you you. So when people say, just be yourself, just be yourself, do any of you feel like, what, is that? what does that mean? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be tap dancing and yodeling on my lives? Like super energetic? Am I supposed to tell a sob story that make people cry? 
what does that mean? So I just want to talk a little bit about that today and helping all of you realize that the collection of you as a whole is who you are and that's why it's not that easy. It's a simple concept, but it's not that easy of like just be yourself. It means a lot more and it goes a lot deeper. And it takes a lot of practice and a lot of time. <laughs> Love her. Sorry to call you out. <laughs> okay. So my opinion of how you find out who you are. I believe that to be yourself, you have to, you have to know yourself. To know yourself, you have to find yourself. And to find yourself, you have to look. You have to search. And for a lot of us, and maybe not, but for me, finding mascara was a, a little bit of finding myself again after parenthood and motherhood and being a wife and a business owner and all these other things. I found mascara and I found a little piece of myself, but that is just the tip of the iceberg. So I feel like sometimes we get in a trap where it's just mascara, 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 and we're beating our head against a brick wall trying to make sales and do all these things, build our social media, and we're gonna burn out. Like who's felt burnout with this business before? I've almost broken up with mascara at least two times. Like ended the relationship, done. Because I was doing it all wrong. I was on the hamster wheel of like, this is what I should be doing and I'm supposed to be doing because I'm watching other people. They're doing that, but I don't wanna do half of that. I have to, I have to, but that's not true. So I want you to really think about that. Embrace your own ideas and what you think about and immediately dismiss. No, I haven't seen that before. So I'm not gonna try it. Top leaders don't do that, so I'm not gonna try it. I'm gonna take another drink, sorry. I have cotton mouth so bad, you guys. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> Do you get that? Okay. Whew. Harmony gets it, we're good. <laughs> so my um, ideas for you are to go on a great quest to find yourself. So some suggestions I have are look far outside your current bubble. So when you log on to your social media, tell me the truth. Is the first top 10 stories that you see on your Instagram all mascara artists? Tell me the truth, you're a bunch of liars. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But a lot of times for a lot of people, especially people who are just starting out, especially people who are in that hacker, elite hacker, Top hacker, those, the basis, the foundation of our entire business, we wanna see what the top's doing. We wanna see what everybody else is doing. That's what I did, that's what a lot of people do. And it is a great place to find inspiration, motivation, feel things that resonate with you. But it can be very dangerous because then you get into a bubble of this is what I have to do. But I don't really want to. And then you're battling yourself and you're kind of wondering, is this for me? Should I even be doing this? I don't see top leaders who are low maintenance like, I, like me. I'm not ever going to be that way. But it's not true. Because I've sold a lot of makeup, you guys. Mm -hmm. I do my makeup, generally speaking, on average, one time per week. One. 
So I thought to myself, okay, I'm in dirty leggings. I have greasy hair. I don't do my makeup once a week. Can I do this? Like, will people buy makeup from me? I mean, that's the bottom line. Will they? The answer is yes, they will. <laughs> but I battled, I battled. I watched the top, I watched people. I got obsessed with like, I don't have one of those. I don't have a website, I don't have a job form. I don't have, a, I don't have professional pictures, I don't have this. I don't have all of these things that I need to succeed and none of it's true. Let me pop that bubble for you right now. It is not true, you do not need those things. So, I want you to go on a great quest to fall in love with yourself again. You found mascara, so you know it's possible, right? But that's the tip of the iceberg. I want you to find things that make you belly laugh until you piss yourself. <laughs> I want you to find things that make you cry because they touch you so deeply. And for every single person, that's gonna be different. Pop the mascara bubble, get outside of it, and find inspiration from everything whether it be motherhood or fitness or jewelry or comedians or writers or photographers or catch my drift, you name it, it's out there. And you will find it and when you find it, you're gonna wanna share it. You're gonna wanna share it with your audience, your page, your Instagram, your social media. Sorry, oh my gosh, this cotton mouth thing is really annoying. Mm. Not good. Okay. So have you guys heard of the 85-15 rule for social media? So they say, whoever they is, when you are trying to sell a product um, as an influencer or sharing on social media, you want 85% of your content to be unrelated to what you're selling. Have you heard of that? Which is a lot of content other than mascara, right? So I fought that idea for a long time. I fought that hard. And I was like, if I'm not pushing it out there and showing it off like all the time, 24 seven, then how are people, how are my sales gonna go up? So I kind of worked myself into a tizzy over the last couple years, roller coaster riding through my journey. A lot of people in this room can attest how hard it's been for me, making decisions to leave, stay, come back, what do I do? Because I want this so bad, but I'm beating my head against a brick wall. So I dropped all of that. I said, I'm not doing Instagram anymore because I hate it. I don't want to sell mascara on Instagram, but that's what you have to do, right? Nope, I dropped it. My sales doubled the following month from my Facebook page. I put my energy into what I actually wanted. I let go of what I didn't want to do. And you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Now, if hard work is one of those, I mean, there are some exceptions. <laughs> you have to work hard no matter what venue you choose, no matter what avenue that you choose. But Facebook is my jam. It's where my people are, it's where I like it, it's what I want. And I just kept thinking, all of the people are on Instagram and that's where I have to be. And it's not true, you guys. It's not. I'm just here busting myths left and right. <laughs> so I laser focused on my Facebook page, but I was still Camille Clausen, independent mascara beauty artist. And I had all these other things that I had started finding and seeing that inspired me. So I started a Facebook page called Capture. And it was a place for women to learn about photography tips to take better pictures of their kids. 
And in there, we were, I was having guest people do tutorials and all this stuff, and I was loving it, but it really had nothing to do with my business side over here. So that is where Montana Moonlight was born. Montana Moonlight was born out of my desire to touch on all the things I wanted to talk about, share about. I love documentary films. I love Victorian style puff sleeves. I love weird grocery store holy candles. I love lots of things that I love to share about and didn't know how to merge the two. But I dropped all of that worry and fear, focused on my Facebook page. That's gonna be different for everyone, whatever they're drawn to. Maybe it's in person. Maybe all you wanna do is get people in front of you to put makeup on them, which is the best way. Definitely, to teach them and show them and upsell. But that's okay. And just dropping that and be able to know that is okay. And whatever you choose is the best. It's gonna help you succeed the best. So go on a great quest. Filter through what you're following, what you're feeding into your brain. What is your inspiration? If something isn't making you laugh, making you cry, making you feel happy or positive or good about yourself, they're gone. Bye. Unfollow. See you later. Because they're taking up room at your table for people who will get you there and help you get there just by being themselves. Then you can draw inspiration from them and what they're doing in their own unique category of things that have nothing to do with you and say, I bet that, that would be a cool idea to use over here. One of my most successful posts ever, I was on my deathbed. I had strep and pneumonia at the same time and I was watching Netflix to get through, or Amazon Prime. And I watched two documentaries, Fire Fraud, have you seen that? Yeah. Holy, and what was the other one? Abducted in Plain Sight? <laughs> what? So I'm watching these, I'm like strep throat and I'm, okay, so then I get on, I'm like, That's, that got me through four hours of this hell. So I get on my page and I'm like, does anybody have any good documentaries or shows that can save me from this misery I'm in? The post blew up. People want to contribute to things that have nothing to do with what you're selling and knowing that it's a sales pitch. Don't you notice your mascara content? Sometimes people are like, <laughs> and your other stuff, they're like, oh yeah, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> and then there's all these mini discussions and it's helping your following, it's helping your engagement, it's helping people know, oh, I love, I love that show and there's more going on there and there's more fun, interactive, interesting things. So go on that quest with yourself. Don't let it overwhelm you. Let it inspire you, let it excite you, that you can leave here and think, what are five things I'm gonna find that I can't wait to share, that I don't make any money off of, that has no benefit to me whatsoever except feeling like I'm giving them a little piece of myself. It doesn't have to be sad, it doesn't have to be your childhood trauma, it doesn't have to be anything, it just has to feel good for you and that vibe radiates and people love it. People are drawn to authenticity. It's what we're all craving in a world of phones and computers and all of those things. We wanna feel like someone's listening when we talk to them and that we're seen and heard. We all wanna feel that way. When you make your following and your people watching you feel that way, you're going to form a bond and connection, but not on purpose, just because and it's gonna feel good to share those things.
I believe that it's not only important to share other things besides your mascara business, it's a necessity to see your business thrive. I believe that to my core. <clears throat> so I have a little story for you. After I, I started doing Montana Moonlight, I want to say one year ago, but really, really working on it as a piece of myself in January. So in June, when I was on my deathbed, I go into the emergency room with a 104.7 temperature, okay? And I'm sitting at the desk, and the lady checking me in says, oh, I know you, I see your videos. You're Montana Moonlight. I'm like, well, actually, I'm coming out of She's like, I thought you'd be a lot thinner in person. She said, I thought you were a lot older, too. And she's just, she's just giving it to me. She's like, I thought you were kind of crafty, you know, like a grandma type. And, <laughs> and everybody I tell that story to does the same thing. <gasps> she did not. And I'm sitting there like, I'm famous now. <laughs> what? And also, I'm sorry I'm younger and bigger than you thought. Sorry. But those little pieces are fun because I had no idea she was watching my stuff out there. But I relentlessly pursued things that felt good. And I kind of said, sorry, this is probably not great to say, but I kind of said, go away, mascara, for a second. Go on the shelf because I'm beating my head up against a brick wall over and over, trying to get sales and make it work. But as soon as I did that, and I focused on things that made me feel good and I wanted to share just because, not because it was like, I need to do another post right away. Oh, I haven't posted, shoot, what do I, what do I come up with to post? Do you guys feel that way ever? What do I post about? I haven't posted in 24 hours. I don't have that now. I've got folders of inappropriate memes up the wazoo. <laughs> I'm saving those like crazy, and my people love them. <laughs> so I, that's another tip, is as you find things, pages, me, whatever speaks to you in every area, file them away in your phone. Screenshot them, save them, put them away. So when you have a, oh, I haven't posted, go to one of those. And they'll get just as many shares and interactions and comments, and that will help your algorithms and it'll help your page. And it'll feel good, you guys. This is supposed to feel good. And as good as it feels to help women see the beauty in themselves, that's only gonna take us so far in the long term. We need more, I believe that, do you think? We need a little more to get through that day to day. And there's so much more that each of us contrib can contribute individually that is so different from top leaders. Sorry, Harms. Did, by the way, did I tell you I, go troll Harmony's Instagram all the time and say she smells like bean dipped. <laughs> She's gonna block you if you do this, but it's so funny to go on her Instagram and say, did you guys know she smells like bean dip? I know she's cute and funny and whatever, but she smells this one. <laughs> Don't do it though, nobody else. People were, people loved it. <laughs> I practiced all of it on Harmony's page. No. <laughs> so I just wanted to share some of my story. Um, when I started as a mascara artist, I was in a really tough place in life. 
Um, in 2011, I gave birth to my first daughter who was stillborn, and I went through a really rough patch. I um, didn't do anything. I let myself go in all terms of that word, let myself go. So when I found mascara and how easy it was and how much money my upline was making, it's like, I could do this. I was like, oh, I'm gonna jump on. I jumped on board, I kind of have a tendency to do that, I jump in. And then I was like, I'm too fat, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not special, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not this. And had all these reasons of why I wouldn't be able to do it and wouldn't be able to make it because I was not anything special. I had told myself for years, um, you're not special, you're so ordinary. You're not pretty enough, you're not thin enough, and you look desperate and pathetic and everyone will laugh at you. So who could say something meaner than that to me than what I was saying to myself? And just slowly, I think it's the competitive nature and my stubbornness, I just kept going with that. I didn't have any realization at the time, but I just kept going and kept going and kept sharing and trying and working and working new angles. And I didn't give up, even though I wanted to, a lot. And I'd have little glimmers of hope through sales, which are awesome, you guys, it's all about the money. Just kidding. <laughs> it's not all about the money, for sure. But it feels so good to nail that sale. You're like, yes! Right? You see that little email ding up? <clears throat> Never gets old. Never gets old. So I just challenge you to take a good look at what you're putting out there, but mostly what you're feeding into yourself. Are you surrounding your social media and your brain, what you're feeding into your brain with things that make you laugh, make you cry, make you feel inspired, or are you doing watching things that make you want to screenshot it and send to your friends and say, oh my gosh, look at her. Guilty, I've done that too. I've totally done that too. But we spend so much time on our phones, an unhealthy, ridiculous amount of time. We all know that. There's no getting around that. But it can benefit us and it can help us and inspire us and help us to be the best artists that we can be. 85-15, remember that. 15% of what you're sharing, mascara. 85% you. What do I love? How can I share? And you have to go through the process. You can't say, okay, I'm gonna be myself and then just start coming up with stuff. You have to go to the process of finding yourself and getting to know it, getting to fall in love with what you love again, and then you're able to share it freely. Does that help a little bit? Okay, I wanted to open it up for a few questions. I think we have about six minutes for that. Where are my people? Anyway, does anyone have any questions? Yes. That's awesome. Okay, she asked, what if you love way too many things and it seems like you're all over the place? I'm the wrong person to ask that question to because I love way too many things and I'm all over the place. Um, I would say as long as you authentically, genuinely love something and feel it and want to share it, I don't think you can go wrong with that. I think if you're scrounging for things like, I like this over here and oh that and oh this, and you haven't really gone through the process of like getting to know that and getting to know what you love about it, trying the things, or um, then at that point I would say just take a step 
back and a breather in one thing at a time maybe. Um, but that's not a bad thing. So it's harder for people who feel like I don't know where to start. So you have the opposite thing, which is a great problem to have, if that makes sense. Does that help? Well, I changed it four times, so <laughs> trial and error. Um, but I tried to start, uh, so I did a Camille Clausen mascara beauty artist thing. That was not my jam. Um, and then I tried to do Instagram. I hated it, had to do it, figure, trying to figure out stuff all the time. Then I did the capture where I had my mascara stuff here and all my other stuff. Plus, I still had a photography business page. So talk about all over the place. And so it all came together when I kind of really decided to commit to really making this thing work and kind of dropping all expectations. And Montana Moonlight is named after the daughter that I lost. So it was meaningful to me in that way. And um, I just always try to keep her alive with sharing everything that I love without really, I don't talk about her a lot, um, especially on the page. I love a lot of humor stuff and lighthearted things, but I like deep things too. So it was a process. It wasn't like I just decided, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Trial and error kind of led me to that. Um, but if you are questioning umbrellaing things, that has worked well for me. That doesn't mean it will work well for everyone, but it really has for me. It's a Facebook page. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's something that is gonna be so different for every individual person. Like it would be hard for me to say, do this or do that. You really kind of have to explore those avenues because some people don't wanna share a lot of personal information or personal stuff about their kids or want their personal stuff attached to their business page. Mine is separated as far as like my Facebook page, my personal profile, it is separate from Montana Moonlight. So I know that doesn't help you at all but it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. It's not. Some people do thrive in groups, private groups. Some people love public pages. And that's where you have to do a little bit more looking and seeing what you think of the different options and what they can bring. Um, I'm so sorry that's not more helpful, but it would really be impossible for me to say, you should do this because it's gonna be so different for every person. Does that make sense? Yes. No, you're good. Generally speaking, sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty consistent with that. Yeah. I think consistency in anything is important for it to ever grow, for sure. 
However, there was definitely times where I was getting on to do my makeup again that the vibe, I could tell people backed away. So if that is the case and you're feeling that way, stepping away is gonna be kind of important so that you could kind of find a new, oh, I, I miss doing that, I loved that interaction. So yes and no, I know that's like <laughs> also a terrible answer, but it is important to feel good about what you're doing. If you need a little breather, knowing I love this makeup, I love this company, I love sharing it, but I just am over this for a minute, knowing that like, you wanna keep going, I think it's okay to go with what you feel, at least for a little bit. You're never gonna get to where you wanna be with your mascara business if you're not consistent. That's bottom line. Um, I think we've all heard that a million times, right? And it couldn't be more true. But it's important to feel good about it when you're sharing it because that vibe comes across. That's what people feel. Okay, sorry, who was next? Were you next? <laughs> Um, well, we're all always scrolling <laughs> aimlessly, wouldn't you say, a lot of the time. So when I found something that I loved or I was like, oh, that's pretty or I love that or I need to order that or whatever, I found that page and then you can always find things attached that are similar. It'll like pop up for you. So I would just say when you're aimlessly scrolling, you don't have to add this in. We don't need to add phone time in, you guys, that's for sure. But when you're already on your phones, start unfollowing things that you're like, that doesn't benefit me. How does that serve me? Ask yourself, how does that serve me? Does it make me laugh, make me cry, make me wanna buy something or inspire me, something positive? If not, it's gotta go. Because we all have a lot on our stuff that does nothing for us, wouldn't you say? So part of it is starting to unfollow and un kind of detach from things that don't do anything for us, don't serve us well. And from there, you're gonna start to notice. The first thing you find that reminds you of this, of like finding yourself, you're gonna know, okay, that is awesome, I love that. But being aware of it alone is gonna take you really far. I feel like once I was really trying and aware of it, because I wanted those folders full of days that I wasn't sure what to post, I wanted those things full and I wanted them to feel good then it's gonna come a lot easier and more familiar. Does that help? I don't think I'm very good at the answering questions part. Okay. <laughs> So I'm not like a social media guru by any means. I don't have like a massive following. I'm not the best person to recommend like the algorithm stuff about liking and sharing. All I know is when I started putting things out that felt like me with no expectation in return, things started happening more organically, especially my inappropriate memes. <laughs> People share those a lot. <laughs> They're not that inappropriate, by the way. But um, as far as like, this, do this and you'll get more followers. I'm not your girl for that, but it's going to come organically on its own when you're putting out things that feel like you because people can sniff it out from a mile away. So that would be my best advice there. Anybody else? Oh, sorry, you can be next. 
Okay. I say those aren't your people. If they, right? I say if that came from your gut and you want to talk about it, if it's your life and you want to share it, bye. I mean, those aren't your people. Do you want to sell makeup to people who want to scoff at your daily life? I don't. <laughs> but I would say as long as you're, you feel good about it, you're the only one who can like decide those lines. But if you feel good about it and it's what you want to share, you're not going to get sick of that. You're not going to feel like it's a job and it's a chore and it's so draining. You're going to feel good about it. So I would say bye to those people and hello the new ones. Like, do you get negative? Is that what you're saying? Or Great. Stick with it. I love it. That's what I would say. Harmony, what do you think? Heck yeah. <laughs> okay, you're up. Um, I don't read a lot of books. I read novels. I read a lot of novels. Um, mine came more in finding things like, okay, for example, I found this jeweler. Does any, do any of you follow Little Sycamore? Okay, she's so cool. And she's not even trying. She's just so cool. And she shows, she's a jeweler, and she creates all of her own gemstones. And she shows the whole process of like the chemicals and all the sciencey stuff and creating the jewelry and the, all the metals that she uses and blah, 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 blah. And I watch her stuff and get ideas about stuff I could share on my page or how I could relate it to photography, mascara, other things I have going on. So I know that wasn't what you were asking, but that's how I found things, is little things that sparked a little bit. It wasn't a big self-help book. It wasn't a big how to grow your social media following book step-by-step -step guide. And that, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying that wasn't for me. I had to find it more organically, little bit by little bit. But that's just one example. There's another photographer I follow who does nudes in the desert, but they're all like appropriate for, they don't get banned. They're more like silhouettes and things like that. And he travels all around to these amazing locations and takes these pictures. And it's, I know that sounds weird, but I'm so into it and I'm so inspired when I see all that stuff. And I'm just thinking, okay, that is so pretty, those colors together, I wouldn't have thought of that. Or whatever, things like that that spark, they don't always have to have a rhyme or a reason or something that makes sense or be applied. You just have to feel it. So, none. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> But yeah, I didn't do any sort of that, and, I'm not, and that's a great thing, is always like self-help and all that stuff is great. It's just not how I operate. Not anymore. Your personal account? On your personal page. Yeah, 
I would just start, I would do exactly what you're doing and just start doing it on that page. I would. I feel like anytime people see makeup page, you know what, might as well be makeup page <laughs> on your head, they're kind of like, good luck. <laughs> I'll be supportive, but. And so I think just people are drawn to variety. Variety is the spice of life. So I would try that. Look at what, you, what feels good to you and definitely start sharing more on your makeup page, for sure. That's another one that's impossible for me to answer for you. I do, but that doesn't mean other people should or that that's what you should do. That's totally personal. Some people don't want to mix that or don't want to have their kids all over that, and that's totally fine too, I would say. So it's just one of those things that you really have to dig deep and find what do I love to share about and what am I okay with sharing to the masses? Um, and those are gonna be different for every single person. Again, I feel like that was not helpful to your case, but I'm not gonna be able to say what's the best for every individual person. Just really dig deep to find what you want for you. That's what's gonna work best. Does that make sense? Anybody else? Great. So in closing, I wanted to end with this quote that I found. I'm not usually a quote girl, kind of think they're usually cheesy. <laughs> this one I loved. It says, <clears throat> two things make life easier. Having a good relationship with your intuition and not being afraid of change. And I feel like that summarized everything that I wanted to get out to you today was go with your gut. It's almost never wrong. So if you're unsure and you're beating yourself up about, should I do this, shouldn't I do this, what do I do, what do I do? The, like I did that for two years, it's exhausting. Feel, get something that feels good and go with it. If your gut tells you something, it's usually right. And change is hard and it's scary and it's a risk, but most great people didn't get anywhere without taking some. So thank you guys so much. <laughs>